Hello, friends. I'm Renee. And I'm Anna. And you're listening to Fangirl Happy Hour Question Tuesday Edition. On Question Tuesday, we're answering a question from Anonymous about guests, and I'm going to ask Anna a question she's apparently going to cheat on, and then she's going to ask me a mystery question that I have no clue what's going to it's going to involve. So we'll see how this goes. We might have a fight again. Our first question is from Anonymous on Tumblr, and their question was, if you could both choose three guests to have on the podcast, who would you choose and why? So the sky's the limit, right? And it's not, it doesn't have to be guests about science fiction or fantasy or anything like that, right? Not necessarily, yeah. Because I went, like, you know, when I was a child, I would have answered probably Jesus Christ, Gandhi, and John Lennon. But I, I would actually really like to chat to N.K. Jemsin. And then Barack Obama, because I find him really interesting and fun. And I like watching his interviews. And the third one is Samantha Bee. I love Samantha Bee. Wow, that's super neat. Uh, I think we would break our bandwidth having any of those people on. I didn't even think about that, but totally. Can you imagine the amount of people listening to our podcast? I would be terrified. Now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> what about you? Who would you invite? Well, I just stayed, I guess, in my lane. Um, my first pick would be Madeline Ashby, who is the author of The Inn and Company Town. She knows so much about the future, and she's got such an interesting way of viewing what's coming down the pipeline for the planet that it's in direct contrast to me, who loves space opera. And I really like hearing her thoughts on how humans are going to change and adapt or not. And she's just so smart. And I would just love to sit down and listen to her talk about the future. My second choice is Erica Henderson, who is the artist on the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Listen, guys, have you seen the art on Squirrel Girl and how great it is? I just want to like sit down and ask her everything and also maybe doodle her name on my math notebook and hearts. Okay, don't judge me. I may have a slight art crush on Erica Henderson. I just love her art so much. And then my third pick... I feel cheated here. Anna, I feel cheated. Why do you feel cheated? If I don't say John Scalzi, then I'll get at least 10 DMs going, you're a liar. Three more saying, why don't you believe in yourself? You should have said Scalzi. And at least a dozen more people who will listen and then shake their head while thinking, she totally wanted to mention Scalzi instead of whoever. And then my third pick gets short shrift. So I'm like trapped. I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Okay, how about I allow you four picks? Okay, thank you. Oh my god, that was so easy. That was so part of your plan, wasn't it? You, I don't even know what to call you right now, ma'am. So yes, everybody, my third pick is Scalzi. You have preemptively won. Thank you for granting me, you know, hypothetical people, this fourth choice. My fourth choice would be Tracy Clayton from Another Round. If you don't listen to Another Round, it's just a really great podcast by BuzzFeed. And Tracy Clayton lived in Kentucky, and that's the South, and I lived in Arkansas, and that's the South, and I just find her life to be fascinating because it's so similar to mine but then radically radically different because obviously tracy is a black woman and i'm super white grew up in like a 100 percent white community so i just find it really interesting the ways that our 
upbringings overlap and the way they don't. And I would just love to sit down and have a conversation with her about Southern culture. And so that would be my fourth one. I feel like apart from the people called Barack Obama and Samantha Bee, we actually have a shot with all the other ones. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Oh my God, Anna. I just thank you, anonymous Tumblr person, for giving Anna ideas. My question for you this week, Anna, is what is one book that you wish had a sequel? How are you going to cheat to answer this question? I am not because I literally just had a moment of clarity. And I remember that that there is one book that I bet a lot of our listeners will agree with me that deserved a sequel that never got one. And it's called Sunshine by Robbie McKinley. That is literally my choice for this question if I had to answer it. No. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. If you had turned this question around on me, that is exactly what I would have said. Wow. High five. Yes, we are brain twins. Wow. Like, it literally just came to me right now, this this book. Sunshine was amazing. And I'm so depressed it does not have a sequel. I know. I know. And I know that everybody keeps... Like, asking her to write one, she says, no, 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 the story's done, there's not going to be a sequel. I'm like, man, that book deserved so much a sequel. I really wanted to see Sunshine and Constantine, like, getting on. Okay, so maybe we need to read this book for the podcast. <laughs> Let's! I read it, like, ten years ago. Let's reread it, because it's so good. Yes! And now all our readers can read it, too, and then you'll be prepared for when we discuss it. Now I've got a question for you. It's not like exciting or anything, but because Christmas is coming, I wanted to ask you, what do you do for Christmas? How do you prepare yourself for Christmas? Do you celebrate Christmas? I'm an atheist, so that's awkward. But Christmas here has kind of always been like a secular thing for me. Even like even when I was growing up after I left the church, I mean, I still celebrated it because my family was obviously Southern Baptist, but I always treated it like a secular thing and my family never like pressured me into the religious parts of it. So that's fine. And thinking of it as as a secular thing helps me because it's become so commercialized. It's just rough here because I mean, hello, capitalism. So when I was a kid, there'd be all this having to go to people's houses, have dinner, exchange gifts. And I hated it. I hated it. I was an introvert. I hated it. I hated everything about it. So now, when there's Christmas, I like to be alone. I like to be left alone. I just want to be left alone to do my thing. I want to be able to read. I want to watch six and a half hours of West Wing. I want to play video games. I want to be left by myself. And mostly, I get my way. I still celebrate it. I like. I still give like small gifts and stuff when I can afford it. Uh, not this year. I can't afford anything. But mostly, I like to be alone. So you don't have a big Christmas dinner or anything like that? I mean, mom might cook something big, but and then I'll eat it. But we don't really do anything large, no. I know that Zach's family does. I think he has this like big potluck that they have. But I don't really go to spend time with his family much because there's too many people. I just got over it. Like 18 years of me 
going to people's houses for the holidays. I want somebody to come to my house. You know what? How about that? Somebody come visit me. Hey, hang out with me. We'll watch some Netflix and play some Mass Effect. But I'm not going to your house. I'm done. I've decided that I'm finished with that. Because I just spent my whole childhood having to go, 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 go on Christmas Day that I'm over it. Russ and I just spent Christmas by ourselves here in Brazil. It's the 24th day. It's the big day. Usually what happens is that you go to, if it's a big family usually, and one person hosts Christmas every year. So you usually go to their house at around 6 in the afternoon on the 24th. And then you just stop, everybody comes, and then you start talking, and it's, you know, spending time together. And then dinner is at midnight, and it's a huge dinner. And then you go to bed around three. That sounds like heartburn waiting to happen. And then that's, that's Christmas in Brazil, pretty much for everybody. Sometimes you won't wait until midnight because you can't, because it's like horrible. Like so much food, and I don't want to wait until midnight. Why do I have to wait until midnight, mom? Anyway, but now, because we live in the UK, we just, you know, we just do lunch, just the two of us watching television, big lunch on the 25th, and that's it. See, that sounds great. Yeah, it is. People who enjoy their large families and hanging out with their large families, that's super great, but I'm a hermit, and I'm done with large families. I did it my whole childhood, and I'm finished. That's fine. And also, I sort of resent Christmas. Okay, let's just be honest. I resent Christmas tons. Because I was born on January 2nd. So imagine, imagine how many people would give me cards or gifts. I cared less about the gifts. But they would give me cards going, Merry Christmas. Also, have a happy birthday. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. (laughs) Give me a second card. I'm not Jesus. I was not born on the 25th. Stop mixing up our birthdays. (laughs) Well, neither, neither was Jesus. Let's go with facts. Neither was Jesus born on the twenty fifth. Well, yes. Listen, just give me a separate. Just give me a separate card. Just, just do it. Just do it. Okay. Don't be an asshole. I'm sorry. That's really just drives me nuts. This whole mixing. Not only was like as I grew up a thing that made me mad because I'm like I'm an atheist, and they'd be like, "Okay, sure, sweetheart. I'm sure you'll come around when you're older." I'm like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> They would just give me this Christmas card and then wish me a happy birthday, like, as a double insult. Like, here's this Christmas card of this holiday, and it's got Jesus on the front praying to a star that you don't celebrate. Oh, my. I did not expect this question to go down this way. Well, at least we're not fighting. Anyway, let this be a lesson to everybody who has friends who who have been born close to holidays. If you're going to get them a card, I don't care if it's a Halloween card, St. Patrick's Day card, July 4th card... Get them a separate birthday card. Don't make them hate you. You're welcome. And that's a wrap. Anna, thanks for answering questions with me again this week. A pleasure as always, my friend. Even though things got a little bit heated down a little bit at the end there. Oops. If you would like to ask a question for Question Tuesday, you can hit us up on any of our social media. Send us an email via fangirlhappyhour at gmail.com. Or if you would like, you can also send us a voice message. Thanks to at It's Just Your On Twitter for our awesome art. Give them a ping if you'd like for them to make your own customized piece of art. Our music this week is by Boxcat Games and our instrumentals are by Cheeky Music. You can find the tracks linked in our show notes. And you can find us on Twitter at Fungo Podcast for all of our downtime adventures. 
And as always, Space Bees, thanks for listening. See you next episode. Bye.